So exactly how long does a bankruptcy stay on a credit report? Today, we'll cover the difference between the two different types of personal bankruptcies. How long does each one remain on your credit report? How does it impact your credit? Uh, as well as some things you can do to probably get the bankruptcy removed a little bit sooner. I'm Joe Chavaria. This is another episode of The Joe Credit Show. My name is Joe Chavaria. I help people just like you learn how to beat the credit bureaus and the debt collectors at their own game. This is The Joe Credit Show. So let's dive into the, the topic uh, at hand. So how long does a bankruptcy stay on a credit report? Um, so for starters, we do have to differentiate between the, do, the two different types of bankruptcies. And there's business bankruptcy and there's personal bankruptcy. So business bankruptcy, which I'm not going to spend a lot of time on, but just for the purpose of getting it out there, um, business bankruptcy is known as Chapter 11 bankruptcy. All right, so that's out of the way. And I'll talk about personal bankruptcy. So there's two different types of personal bankruptcy that can be filed. There's a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, and I'll talk about that a little bit more. And there's a Chapter 13 bankruptcy. So those are two different types of personal bankruptcies. So Chapter 7 bankruptcy is where it's also known as kind of like the, the, the walk away bankruptcy, which allows you as a, as a consumer to walk away from your, your debt obligations um, and, and, and basically have those debts wiped, wiped away. And so for the Chapter 7 bankruptcy, you have to pass a, a means test, which means you have to qualify for a Chapter uh, 7 bankruptcy. You'll go through an income to asset ratio test. So, I mean, if you have, you know, they're not going to, the, the court's not going to allow someone to just file Chapter 7, walk away from their debts if, if they have the means to to pay for their debt. So they'll look at your income, they'll look at the debt to income ratio, they'll look at your assets if you own multiple properties or multiple businesses or have uh, multiple assets that can be liquidated to, to help satisfy um, and pay off the creditors. So if you don't pass the, the, the means test, meaning that you have the means to pay back your debt, then you may be pushed more towards a chapter 13 uh, bankruptcy. So chapter seven is basically known as like the, the walk away or the wipe all the debt type of, a, type of bankruptcy. Chapter 13 is also known as the wage earner bankruptcy. So if you don't qualify for Chapter 7, then you may qualify for Chapter 13. Chapter 13, 13 is where if, if you have some sort of means to pay back your debt, if a judge believes you can probably pay back your creditors over a three to five year period of time, then you may qualify or maybe push towards a Chapter 13 uh, wage earner bankruptcy. And so this bankruptcy is where the court will decide, you know, how much you're going to pay back over what period of time. Um, they'll basically restructure your, your debt. They'll restructure your payment plans with your creditors. And so you still pay back your debt. You still pay back your, your creditors. Um, and typically it's done over like a three to five year you know, window. And whatever is not paid um, over a three to five year window, if 100 percent of your debt cannot be paid, over that time frame, then the rest would be would be wiped away. But you're going to pretty much pay back the majority of the debt that you owe if you don't qualify for a Chapter 7 uh, bankruptcy. So now I want to talk about how long does each of those types of bankruptcies remain on your credit report and some things you can do to get the bankruptcies removed a little bit sooner. Uh, but before I do that, I do want to just remind everybody that if, if you need some more credit assistance, maybe need someone to take a look at your credit report, maybe need some help monitoring your credit, I do have a, a website that's designated to get you some, some information, some resources for you. Um, if you go to joechavaria.com forward slash links, um, you'll see there, there's some helpful resources. You can schedule a consultation with one of my team members uh, at the credit agents. They'll review your credit report with you. 
break things down for you, kind of educate you on what you can do to start repairing your credit on your own. And of course, if you would want to hire uh, one of the team members over there at the credit agents, then they'll go over what the next steps would look like if you want someone to personally repair the credit for you if you just don't have the time or you know the expertise or just don't want to deal with it we're more than happy to take care of that for you um, so go to joechavaria.com forward slash links to get some more helpful information um, also if if you have other credit related questions plug them into the comments section below so we can make separate videos and answer those questions for you or just answer those questions for you in the comment section so be sure to comment any credit related questions you have below and subscribe to my channel to get updated information i talk about court cases, credit-related, you know, FDCPA or FCRA cases, of course, updates that are going on with the credit scoring world. I talk about all of that so you can stay up to date. Be sure to subscribe to my channel. All right, so now that's out of the way, let's talk about how long does a Chapter 7 and a Chapter 13 bankruptcy remain on your on your credit report. So a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, which is that first one, which is like the wipe, you know, the walk away bankruptcy, that's going to remain on your credit report for 10 years from the filing date. So that's going to be a 10-year period of time that that Chapter 7 bankruptcy will remain on your credit report. And specifically where it's located, it's going to be located in the public records section of your credit report. So there's really four components of your credit report. You have uh, personal information, which is like names, addresses, employment, um, employers you work for, things like that. That's like you know the personal identifying information section of a credit report. Then you have the account section, which has all your credit cards you've ever had, all your loans you've ever had collection accounts, things like that. That'll be under the account section of your report. The third uh, section is inquiry section. So anyone who's requested a copy of your credit report for a, you know, for a lending decision, um, those are going to be your hard inquiries that will be located in the inquiry section of your credit report. And then you have uh, the public record section, which is where the bankruptcies are going to be located. So chapter seven bankruptcy will be 10 years located in the public record section of your credit report, it, it does set your credit score back. Um, actually, you can regain, you can boost your score fairly quickly from a bankruptcy. Um, it does tie, you know, it does hinder you to, you know, get in a mortgage, um, get an employment, um, things like that. So it does hinder you from that perspective. But credit score wise, it's, it's not going to completely destroy your score um, like a 90 day late payment would, but it is going to hinder you to, to some degree. Um, so seven years, uh, chapter seven bankruptcy is 10 years from the filing date. Chapter 13 bankruptcy is only going to be seven years from the filing date to when that would just fall off your, your credit report. So if you ever file bankruptcy, you want to set that marker on that filing date and maybe set a reminder to your calendar for, you know, for seven to or 10 years, depending on what type of bankruptcy you file uh, to when that account should fall off your report because you want to follow up with the credit bureaus, make sure that it does actually happen. You want to stay on, on top of that to make sure that they do follow through with when the account should fall off your, your credit report. Um, now I want to talk about maybe a couple of things you can do to possibly get that bankruptcy or the items included in bankruptcy remove off your report a little bit sooner. Um, so number one, just, just letting you know, if you get it removed from your credit report, it doesn't mean the bankruptcy is completely off your record. There is a public record database um, that uh, you know will probably still turn up under maybe the LexisNexis report or the PACER report. Um, so there's still going to be some kind of documented evidence that you filed bankruptcy because that's going to be located with the courts. Um, but on the credit reporting perspective, there are some things you can look at if the bankruptcy is not reported correctly to, to dispute that information and possibly get the bankruptcy removed. So after your bankruptcy, I know a lot of people don't want to look at their credit because they believe that it's pretty much damaged for you know, eternity or there's no recovering from that. As a lot of people don't want to look at it. But I would encourage you to look at it and make sure that everything did get reported correctly. So on the bankruptcy, the public records section, 
Um, look to see if the filing date is correct, the court name is correct, the court phone number or mailing address is correct. Um, look at, look for the, the docket number, make sure that's correct. If that information is not 100% accurate, then you have a little, little opportunity there to dispute that information with the credit reporting agencies and, and demand that it either be updated correctly or deleted from, from your credit report. And of course, if you dispute that, it's going to be up to the CRAs, which are like Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. It's going to be up to those guys to basically investigate or forward or trigger the investigation. The court may not respond or whoever is handling the public records may not respond. Um, and there's a good possibility that due to their non-response within 30 days, which is allotted under the FCRA, that the account could be removed. Um, again, also pointing out the errors that exist on how it's, it's reported. It's how you want to frame frame the argument. You don't want to dispute, hey, the bankruptcy is not mine, or the bankruptcy is incorrect. Be specific on what you're targeting, what you're what you're what you're disputing. That way, your dispute doesn't get tossed into like the frivolous dispute um, pile. That way, it's a it's a it's a specific dispute, and it's a, it's going to be a specific investigation to be done. If they don't respond, you have a good chance of it getting removed, or maybe it is incorrect. And for them, maybe it's like ah, just delete the thing because maybe it's easier to delete. Um, and so, so on and so forth. So you definitely want to see if there's any grounds for, for a dispute there to possibly push to have that bankruptcy removed, at least off your credit report, especially if it's not reporting accurately. Um, also look at all the accounts that were included in bankruptcy. Look to see if that information is correct. Sometimes some balances may still be reported um, and the item was included in bankruptcy. Te technically, if it's a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, for sure that balance amount should be zero. So definitely want to look into that, see if that got updated correctly. Look at some other fields on the reporting. Maybe the uh, the open date uh, is incorrect across the board per bureau. Maybe the credit limit. There may be some other discrepancies there that you can target and dispute to have some of those accounts that were included in bankruptcy also remove off your credit board. So you want to look into that. Um, last but not least, I want to talk about how, you know, when and when can you get a mortgage again? Okay, I want to kind of end on that. So a lot of people believe once you file bankruptcy, that's it, right? You're never going to be able to buy a house, never going to do anything like that. So there is a life after the bankruptcy. In fact, a lot of mortgage companies um, will give someone a new loan, will give someone an approval for a house uh, loan, as long as the bankruptcy date um, is three years. I believe it's three years from the discharge date. So as long as it's been three years since your bankruptcy discharge date, um, some lenders will, will base it off the filing date. So you know all lenders are going to be different. But either the discharge date or the filing date, as long as it's been three years from that date, then you should be okay in terms of starting the, the mortgage process all over again. Because a lot of mortgage lenders, their internal underwriting policy is that if there is a bankruptcy, it's got to be at least three years old. So look into that. Talk to a couple of different mortgage lenders to get some more insight on that. Some mortgage lenders will allow two years from the filing or the discharge uh, date. So it, it's all going to vary you know, based on lender. All right, guys. Well, that's my time today. Hope you got uh, hope you got some good information there on how long a bankruptcy remains on your credit report. Again, if you have any additional questions, drop them into the comments section below. We love your questions, love answering your questions, and of course, any uh, crush, uh, questions that could warrant another video that does help us push out more content out there for you guys. Be sure to like this video if you like the information, and uh, check out the website joechavaria.com forward slash links to get some more information on credit-related materials to help you get your credit back on track or to just protect your credit in general. I'm Joe Chavaria. I'll see you in the next video. Take care. Thanks for watching the Joe Credit Show. If you like the information that was provided, be sure to like this video as well as subscribe so when new content gets dropped, you get the alert. Also, if you found this information very helpful, be sure to share this video with someone that you love, someone that you know that would benefit from the material that was shared. I would definitely appreciate that. Again, thanks for watching the Joe Credit Show. I'll see you on the next one.